0: Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks. A two-hand follow-jam is true for Josh Jackson. You're listening to The Morning Blitz with my main man, Ross Volkmer.
1: Right here on 102.5, you rock. We're back here on a Thursday morning, January the 4th, 26 degrees outside. Only going to be a high of 36 today. And if you think today's cold, wait for the next couple days. It's going to be even colder as uh, still plenty more to get to here on the Blitz. We'll discuss the Chiefs benching some starters uh, for for their final game, what that means for them going forward. We'll get to all that coming up in this program. But we're pleased to welcome back to the show for the first time in a very long time a previous host of this great program, Bryce Kessler, now the newly minted director of the Kansas Shrine Bowl. Good morning, Bryce. Thanks for joining us, buddy.
0: Hey, Ross. Thanks for having me on, man. It's uh, it's good to be to be back on the show, both for my own personal nostalgia reasons, but uh, <laughs> also uh, to to get to talk about uh, the great. Uh, organization that is the Kansas Shrine Bowl, and I'm, I'm excited to to be in this position now as the new executive director, and then, of course, to be able to, to talk about all the the great things that Shriners across the
1: state of Kansas are doing. Yeah, absolutely. I got to start, buddy. Did you ever think you'd be in this spot that you are when you started in this <laughs> position back in 2011, the summer of 2011?
0: Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't have pegged this as one of the stops along the way at that point in time, but, uh, you know, life's funny sometimes where it leads you, and, and uh, ironically enough, it was my broadcasting work that got me uh, connected to this position as well. So um, it it all works its way out some way or another. And uh, uh, so no, I was I would have not have, have put this um, on my roadmap back then. But uh, I'm I'm happy that it's led its way here, and it, I couldn't uh, couldn't ask to be in a better spot right now.
1: For those who don't know, how did it lead to that? From your broadcasting to being in, to being involved with the Kansas Shrine Bowl.
0: Yeah, so uh, the gentleman who uh, was the former executive director, BJ Harris, who many of the anybody who's been involved with the the Kansas Shrine Bowl, and in, in, from a participation standpoint, or certainly from the Shriner side of things, uh, would know BJ, and he's been the executive director since 2017. Um, and I actually, when I moved back to Kansas, you know, of course I left uh, from the stations there, um, and I moved up to North Platte to take a job there at the radio stations up there, and. And then I came back to Kansas, um, and back in 20, would well, that have been 2018? And, uh, and got some broadcasting work uh, for uh, a guy named B.J. Harris, who happened to be the executive director as well of the Kansas Shrine Bowl. Doing some some high school broadcast stuff for him out here in eastern Kansas, and uh, one thing just kind of led to another at that point, and they uh, they were had a spot that they needed filled on the the Shrine Bowl staff to, to have help with. Just some of the administration stuff and uh, the event planning, and just kind of getting involved that way. So, so that that connection from the broadcast world got me connected to that, and then a few short years later, here we are. And uh, and BJ has has moved on to some other career opportunities, um, and you know he's done such a, a great job to to uh, keep this organization uh, thriving and just getting better and better. And so I'm I'm excited for the opportunity to continue uh, what's been built, and uh, and he's you know still going to be. Uh, he's an alumni as well of the game, so, so he'll always have that connection. And, and so uh, it, it was just a, a fortunate uh, fortunate aligning of, of similar interests, I guess, that uh, brought it together, and here we are.
1: Bryce Kessler, our guest, former host of the Morning Blitz and now the executive director of the Kansas Shrine Bowl. He was newly minted that at the end of this previous year, December 28th, was the day it was announced that he'd be taking over for the previously mentioned B.J. Harris. Uh, can you give us more on what the daily life is like as the executive director of the Kansas Shrine? what's it like? Is this a full-time, every day type of gig? I know it's real busy right now because you just got done announcing the roster and getting the roster put together. But throughout the rest of the year, what does this job entail and include?
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's primarily a fundraising gig. Uh, if, if you really want to get down to it, um, you know, that's our whole goal is to raise as much money as possible for. Shriners Children's Hospitals um, it used to be Shriners Hospitals for Children. They've rebranded now. You see, just Shriners Children's, um, and you know, so that's that's really what it what it involves from a, a year round perspective. Um, and there's a lot of planning that goes into uh, to the event. Anybody who's been a part of it, you know, a lot of people understand the football side of it. They they hear when they hear the words Kansas Shrine Bowl, they understand. Oh, yeah, it's an All Star high school football game, and it certainly is that. But it's it's a lot more and. Uh, so we do have, you know, the two, the East and the West football teams. We have a, a cheer camp that um, is a part of the week of the Kansas Shrine Bowl. Um, and that has anywhere from 180 to 220 cheerleaders every year that are involved in that. Um, we have a band camp that's in conjunction with it as well. And that's around 180 to 200 students um, who are on campus all week long. And so we're north of 500 uh, high school students every year that are involved in our in our event and that you know, housing and feeding and uh, apparel and uh, transportation and everything that goes into the logistics of of doing of taking care of you know 500 plus high school kids throughout the week and all the other events that go into it. Uh, it's really a, it's a week long uh, kind of event um, and it, it all concludes with the All Star Football Game, um, which is again what most people know about. But from as far as the role goes, uh, the day to day and that uh, a lot of it's fundraising. We have a lot of great corporate partners that we work with. Um, that, uh, you know, are, are gracious enough to not only provide their, whether it be money or services or whatever it might be, to align themselves with our cause as well. Um, you know, it's, it's certainly, I'm, I'm obviously a part of it, so I, you might say I'm biased, but I don't think anybody could argue that uh, the cause is, is certainly a great one uh, to help the lives of children who have, have uh, been, uh, had to go through so much in their young lives um, to be able to, you know, live their fullest, most normal life as well, and and the money that we raise with this event is able to go and, and assist in their care and assist the children's hospitals at Shriners Children's to um, to provide that care. All the children who are treated at Shriners Children's um, are treated regardless of the family's ability to pay, and that's where the fundraising comes in. And it's of course not just us in Kansas, and it's all across the country, and um, so so really, it's it's making those connections. Um, both from a planning standpoint you know we're planning not only the game that we're playing here in 2024 but working on plans for the 2025 Shrine Bowl and the 2026 Shrine Bowl as we speak as well Um, we've also just recently announced an addition of a wrestling all-star event East West Team Duel uh, that we're doing in conjunction with the Kansas Wrestling Coaches Association so we're excited for that so that's that's part of that planning another event that goes into it Um, so Lots of just trying to keep everything straight, who I'm talking to and what, what I'm talking to him about, but um, it's it's primarily making connections, trying to raise money, and making sure that uh, all these events go off without a hitch, or at least as as close to without a hitch as possible.
1: Bryce Kessler, our guest, he is visiting with the Morning Blitz in case he forgot, so that way he, he knows who he's talking to uh, here on the program. Uh, you I saw you announce the 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 roster and stuff like that. How big of a undertaking is it to get the roster put together where it is right now with the names announced and, and put out there for everyone to see?
0: Yeah, it's it's extremely difficult. Um and from our perspective as the Kansas tribal, we don't, you know, I personally don't have any any say in those right, picks. Right. Um and so it's, you know, that's one of the things also I think that sometimes gets gets lost in that is that you know we it, it's not just uh me sitting down and saying oh, i think this kid would be good i think that kid would be good you know we we're i'm not uh, i'm not bold enough to sit here and say i i can watch every kid across the state of Kansas and know who's who and uh and so we have a, a statewide media vote that goes out um in late fall um at, right after the football season um and this year we had just under 50 different media outlets from across the state participate in that process of submitting a ballot amongst all the nominees, um, and then uh, we have a kind of a subcommittee that then of media members that gets together to take those votes break some ties and those kind of things. And so we get 22 players, so half of each team, 22 East, 22 West players that get selected based on those media votes. And then the coaching staff that makes up the Shrine Bowl on the East and West side, uh, they fill out that roster then with certain criteria. Um, you know, each assistant coach uh, gets two picks from within their classification, 1A through 6A. Um, and then the head coach gets some at-large picks across all classifications. And then there's a couple of geographical regions. kind of just, you know, you, you quarter up the, the west side of the state, basically, and a pick from each of those regions. There's there's lots of variables that go into it. Um, again, we are, uh, you know, a fundraiser ultimately when it comes down to it. And, and we want to involve as, as many communities and as many kids as, as possible from across the state. It truly is a, a statewide game from every corner of the state to every – size of school um, across the state and so it's very difficult this year we had 457 nominees and you could certainly make a case for every one of those 457 players why they you know should be worthy of of getting a selection to play in the Kansas Shrine Bowl and ultimately 88 players out of that 457 get selected so you know you can do some quick math about 80 percent of the players who are are uh, nominated aren't going to get picked and it's not because they aren't worthy or they don't have the resume to uh, to warrant a selection they most of them certainly do but it you know it, it's a numbers game really when it comes down to it you got to fill out a roster that's the biggest difference I think between what we do and what you see when it comes to just some of the, the all-state lists and you know your top top players lists and those kind of things they're not going out there suiting up and playing a football game per se so if you want an extra a couple of quarterbacks in lieu of a couple of offensive linemen so be it type of a thing you know but um this this uh roster has to be filled out to play a football game positional needs have to be taken into consideration and those kind of things and there's stipulations on the amount of players that can come from any school uh, so no school can have more than two players and there's certainly some teams out there and some that have what you would consider more than two players that are are good enough to be on the roster and there's no doubt about that but again to try and involve as many uh, communities and kids as possible, so uh, no no school can have more than two players selected, and no more than three schools can have even two players selected. So when you break it down, out of 88 players, you're going to have you know somewhere between 82 or so schools represented, um, and so that makes it a very very difficult process for the media and for the coaches to to fill out those rosters, and and I I do not envy them having to make those picks. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate that i i don't have to be the one that stews over this kid or that kid and and i feel for the kids who 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 you know don't get picked um and because there's certainly a lot of talented talented football players who who don't make this game but it just puts into perspective kind of how difficult it is and how how much of an honor it is to get one of those 88 spots out of like i said this year 457 players who are nominated
1: yeah, absolutely. I can tell you it uh, for sure, it is not easy to pare that list down. It's very big, it's very long, and it's hard to uh, pare those ones down. I think the coolest thing about this year's Shrine game, Bryce, I only got a couple more minutes for it here with you, but the biggest thing is we see representation across all classifications. By that, I mean of, of size of football 11 man, 8 man, and our first ever 6 man football player making it to the Shrine Bowl. Pretty darn cool to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for uh, Logan McCarty uh, from Shine Lynn get that honor this year. He was selected to play in, in this year's Kansas Shrine Bowl. And, and uh, you know, you're, as you said, first ever six-man that six-man, I don't know exactly, you probably know this, when it was officially sanctioned by uh, Keisha, Kansas State High School Activity Association, but it's just been a couple of years ago or so. And, and uh, so, uh, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's an awesome honor for Logan uh, to represent not just Shilin, not just western Kansas, northwest Kansas, but to uh, represent all of a six-man, and and there's certainly talented players at every level. And you know, I'm a small town northwest Kansas guy, as many of your listeners probably know from you know my history being back out there too, originally from Quinter. And and you know, I, I can say firsthand, it's you know small town kids sometimes don't get the same same amount of love, maybe the same amount of pub. Um, but uh, so I'm I'm super excited that uh, Logan gets to kind of carry the flag for the the not just the small schools, but the really small schools out there and represent <laughs> six-man football in um, this year's Kansas Shrine Bowl, and that's that's going to be awesome. And so, yeah, definitely excited for Logan.
1: Were you nervous announcing the names with Chet Coupland? You just seemed a little stiff. I uh, just want to make sure you were doing okay.
0: <laughs> no, I guess I was... <laughs> I was good. I don't know. I don't I didn't feel nervous, but maybe I needed a little more coffee. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you looked a little, uh, yeah, you just looked a little nervous behind the mic, which I thought, boy, that doesn't look like Bryce. Usually he's got a little bit more swagger in his step uh, to, to get announced that stuff. But uh, anyway, before we let you go, uh, two more quick ones here. You talked about the wrestling deal. Is there any more yeah. things that you guys are kind of cooking up that you're trying to expand your so-called brand uh, in the future that you have ideas on? or Are you still kicking that around? Yeah,
0: I mean, we're, we're certainly um, looking towards that future and the possibility of continuing to add different sports to our, our lineup of, of all-star events that we're able to do to raise money for Shriners Children's Hospitals. Um, this wrestling one just kind of happened because of uh, just a, a mutual conversation that we had had with the coaches association, the Kansas Wrestling Coach Association. And and uh, so this is kind of the, the put the toe in the water and, and see how this goes. It's certainly a different... It'll be similar, but it's different from a timeline structure. Obviously, you know, with the summer game, it's just easier from timelines. The kids are out of school and that kind of thing. This will be in March. It's on Sunday, March seventeenth, there in Wichita at Newman University. So some of the things uh, there's some different challenges that are involved, and so we're we're just kind of you know seeing how we can coordinate this, make it all work, and we're certainly hopeful and and optimistic that it's going to be an excellent event, uh, both for participants, but also. Uh, for our purpose of of continuing to to raise money and involving maybe some new some new people who maybe aren't familiar with uh, what this organization does and what Shriners do, and so we're excited for that. And certainly, there's uh, the possibility that that other uh, extensions of what we do are are coming down the pipe.
1: Uh, and the last one for you, of course, we all know that the game comes up here, the football game that which everyone knows about. That's June 29th, Welch Stadium in Poria, Kansas. What's the next step for you here leading into those games? What's the next big step? Is it just the fundraising part of it, or is there more behind the scenes?
0: Yeah, fundraising is, is still at the top of the priority list. And then and then it's just communication, and making sure all of these, these players who have now been selected, uh, the coaching staff, all the support staff, all the volunteers that are needed. I mean, it's just coordinating all of that to, uh, to make sure that, that everything is, is taken care of. Everybody knows what's expected of them. Everybody knows what they can do to be a part of it. Um, and, and just coordinating, so when, when everybody comes into Emporia, you know we get anywhere from five to six thousand fans who come to the game. We have all i mentioned earlier all the participants, and you just want everybody to have a good experience when they're there and walk away with it, uh, you know having experienced a top notch event and that takes so many people to do. Our staff is very small you're talking to half of the staff right now there's only two employees, so uh, we are a very small <laughs> staff um, as the Kansas Shrine Bowl, but we have a extended staff all across the state that do so much to help make this happen as well. Our board of directors, which come from all across the state, all five of the Shrine Temples, and, and then all the Shriners across the state that make, make this happen as well. And you guys have a lot of really good ones out there. The Northwest Kansas Shrine Club, uh, one of the best that there is. And uh, all the folks that are involved with the Northwest Kansas Shrine Club out there in, in your listening area um, are, are tremendous help to executing this event to being a part of the fundraising to being part of raising the awareness and uh, We certainly couldn't do everything that we do as an organization without all the help from the Shriners and the patient ambassadors that we involve as well um, Former and current patients who have uh, benefited from the services of the Shriners Children's They're a part of our event to share their stories with our participants share their perspective and, and show why it means so much to be a part of this and why the fundraising efforts that the players put in, and all the people put in to to be a part of this, why that's so important. As they say, it's more than a game. That's the kind of, one of the slogans we use with the Kansas Shrine Bowl, and it and it truly is. I mean, it sounds cliche maybe at some points, but it it definitely is. And if you ever get a chance uh, to to hear some of the stories from those Shriners patients ambassadors, you'll understand that. And of course, a lot of the folks out there are relatively familiar with those because you have one of our best ambassadors uh, out there, and Kerrigan Rudolph from from Goodland. Um, she is just an amazing young lady and uh, she was just out there at the Shriners Open uh, representing Shriners children on the national stage as an ambassador and we're so fortunate to have her a part of what we do here in Kansas as well and there's so many other great ones just like Kerrigan so there's so many great people that are involved in this to make it happen and uh, and, and anybody who wants to know more about uh, what we do and how they can be involved both from just a volunteer or a fundraising aspect uh, certainly get in touch with us you can find our information all at com and And we'd love to hear from you.
1: Bryce Kessler, new director, executive director of the Kansas Shrine Bowl. Thank you, buddy, for the time. Appreciate it. Good luck with this new endeavor. And we'll catch up as we get closer to the Shrine game coming up here in June. All right?
0: Absolutely, man. Well, thanks for having me on. And uh, happy New Year to everybody out there on the top side of Kansas. I I miss everybody out there. My great times I had out in Goodland, Northwest Kansas. So uh, happy New Year to everybody. And we'll talk again soon.
1: Curtis Duncan says hello. He wants to make sure yep. that you know. He okay. says hello.
0: Not not everybody who joins Ross's show can picture exactly what you're doing and where you're sitting right now, but I'm one of the few <laughs> <people.
1: laughs> Well, there you go. Bryce Kessler. Thanks, Bryce. See you, buddy. Be good.
0: <laughs> All right. Have a good one, guys.
1: Once again, great stuff from Bryce Kessler their new executive director of the Kansas Shrine Bowl. Find more at kansasshrinebowl.com. Uh, you can find more information there. You can even make a donation if you'd like to donate towards the Kansas Shrine Bowl and their events. We'll take a break. Come back. Wrap the show next here on The Morning Blitz.